what do I see on a daily basis? So what, what are some of the calls I get issues that are coming up problems with paperwork? So one of the, so with, and this is in particular to people that have done their own divorce, tried to do their own paperwork, used another firm, a paralegal service that shouldn't be doing this. Someone that's new to the business, whatever judgment rejects. Like I said, you can do your petition. You can get all the way. Everything will seem like it's fine. And then you'll turn in the judgment. It's the first time the judgment's being reviewed by anyone in the court. Because when you turn your petition, they take your money, stamp the form, give it back to you. The clerks are told, do not give any instruction on the forms. Even if you see something, told you I work there. Even if you see forms that are wrong, <clears throat> you can't tell them. It's considered giving legal advice. And they're told not to do it. So ask them, they will tell you. So when you turn in the judgment, that's when these things get rejected and they can get rejected for a host of reasons. There's four or five pages on the LA County reject sheet. And most of the rejected reasons are the same in all counties. So <clears throat> yeah, reject are, uh, of the judgments is half of our business. I told you I, I did that for a long time, uh, reviewing the judgments and, and the matrix when it comes to seeing what's wrong and fixing judgments. Petition reject. So Again, the petition doesn't get rejected when you file the petition, but when you submit your judgment and they review it and the judgment gets rejected, and, and if it was one of the causes is because the petition was done incorrectly, that is an issue. And then you have to basically start from scratch. You have to do your entire divorce from scratch. You don't have to pay the fees again. You get one amendment uh, of, your, of your summons and petition, but... Uh, one chance to fix it. So if you've already done your second amendment and you come to me and it's still wrong, we just we just had that happen. They filed a uh, petition and summons and messed it up, amended it. Oh, this is the same case I was telling you about earlier that um, the uh, proof of service had the error. And this is someone that was doing their own divorce. So I'll take it easy on them. But when they uh, amended the petition, they made it a different mistake. And we've seen that before as well. So we are trying to push that judgment through again, and hopefully they will let it slide and not make us file an, a third amended because to do that, and actually it's a second amended. So you have your petition, first amended, second amended. So it would be the second amended petition requires a hearing. And this was at Van Nuys. So Van Nuys, is, they're, 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 they're prickly over there, if you know what I mean. So judgment rejects, petition rejects. They can all cause rejects. Um, cases taking years. So this could be for reasons of they thought their divorce was finalized and it wasn't. Um, it could be working with an attorney and they just they're not moving your case through the courts fast enough. You know, we we move those cases fast. We usually have our cases done in a week. If you come to us with a full agreement in place that like you guys have already talked about everything, we'll have your divorce done in a week. I mean, it's not going to be officially divorced in six months still in California. But. We'll have the paperwork done. You'll have electronically signed it all. We'll talk about that later. You would have had it e-signed and e-notarized if you're in LA County. I'll talk about that later. So we move fast. We don't do step one, step two, step three, step four, or however many steps the court breaks it into, or you know however they do that online. It's nonsense. We crush it and do it all together, all at once, all in one go. If you get the information, we have you all. We have all the paperwork done, e-signed. Certain things procedurally have to be dated at different times. And so we just won't have you date a particular form until a certain form can be 
filed or yeah, filed. So like if we have a petition filed on a certain date, we have to wait a certain period of time, like 30 days or 40 days, depending on how it was served to file the request in or default. We will date predate that. So the court, because what will happen is our clients, if they're hand signing, they always date the 165. And because with paperwork is done so soon, they've dated it too soon. It has to be after a specific period of time. So we when through electronic signatures, we can insert the dates automatically that we pre-program. Other things I see, uh, the ca cases taking years, uh, again, through attorneys or just the paralegals not following through, following up, or because of multiple rejects, um, it can take in some counties two months, three months to get the, the um, approval or reject. For instance, uh, Today, what do we have? So Orange County, uh, and we and I do videos on these little little YouTube shorts to just for information. People find our videos. I told you I've done I think close to 1,500 videos, but I'll do shorts during the day, just kind of updating people. Like today, I said, oh, we just uh, have an Orange County case back from court, uh, judgment approved. We submitted it in um, end of November, and we just got it back in the middle of February. So they're running about three months, and so I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, so two or three months. So imagine if that was rejected. And you turn it back in, you fix it, whatever the issues are, you think you fixed it, or even if you did fix it, you turn it back in and another two or three months goes by and then it gets rejected again. And one thing I wanted to say about these judgment rejects is the court is so busy. Come on, if it takes them three months, and this is a dedicated person reviewing these judgments, is that's what they do all day long. If it takes them three months, imagine how many they have and how fast they're trying to get through them. And I'm sure they have a quota. So what they'll do is when you're representing yourself and you don't have an attorney or you don't have someone like myself submitting on your behalf under our cover letter, they already, you're, they're already looking for reasons to reject it. They know you don't know what you're doing. It's obviously in 99.9% time your first divorce and it's going to be wrong. So when they do that, they will find two or three reasons, reject it. And let's say you actually accurately correct those three rejected items. You turn it back in, two or three months goes by. And it gets rejected again, only this time for different reasons. And that happens all the time. I told you there's people that have rejected multiple times, four or five, six times. Sometimes they're the same issue. Many times they're always new issues. There's so much wrong with their judgment. The court is not going to go through and say, fix these 25 things. They just don't have time. They're going to find three things. Maybe it's the first three things that catches their eye or the first three documents they file, they review, reject it. And they know they're not going to deal with that for another three months. So yeah, it can get bad. And so I was, I think I did a video today where I was, um, we had a client who wanted us to just file their response actually, because they think it was going to be contested. So she just wanted us to file their response. And so we did that and we e-filed it and we've kept in touch and say, Hey, we can finalize your divorce, but we don't handle the contested side of things. So she, she said, well, we're, if we come to agreement, we'll come back to you. So this was about, hmm, a year, 18 months ago, and suddenly in the last four months, because I did the initial e-file of the response, they're attempting to submit their judgment. And I keep getting notified because I'm on the service list through the, our e-file provider. And so I keep getting notified that they're trying to turn in their judgment. And it's been like five times they're trying to turn in their judgment. I emailed them and said, hey, I'm getting notified every time, by the way. I'm still here. If you guys are obviously amicable that you're turning in your judgment, but you're having so many problems. And I'm, I can see the reject reasons. A lot of times they're the same, and then and then there's additional ones every time. But they, there's a whole host of reject items, and there's it's just it's just not their fault. It's just it's very complicated to get through a divorce. 
So other things I see with issues with people not doing the right paperwork or understanding the rules, the laws, if you will, not understanding child support, not understanding spouse support. So with child support, child support is mandatory. We have clients, despite that, say, Tim, how can we get no child support? Like, we know there's probably be child support, but we don't want there to be child support. The answer is yes. But if you don't understand what I'm saying or you're new to this, the courts say <clears throat> child support is mandatory. And it is. You can't waive it. Just saying the word waive is just you're using the wrong language. So what has to happen is you have to retain the court's jurisdiction over child support. You can ask for what's called a non-guideline order. I'm getting into the weeds here a little bit. So if you are an LDA or whoever, paralegal watching this, this might help you. You attach a non-guideline order to your child support order, your 342, and that solves the problem. I'm not going to go into details on that. Spouse support. A big issue with people trying to do their own divorce is when they're trying to terminate spousal support on long-term marriages. Well, that requires a special waiver language. It's, the court is rude. The, the clerks are mean. They will not give you legal advice. They'll say, we cannot terminate uh, jurisdiction over spouse support because you do not provide the appropriate waiver language, C-N-R-E, Rea, Vomaka. And that's a court case that talked about how to, you know, what the criteria are for um, terminating spousal and long-term marriage. And the short story on that is if you have long-term marriage, the court, if you have a marriage of 10 years or longer, the court considers it a long-term marriage. And um, the general rule is jurisdiction will remain over the issue regardless, unless both parties sign this waiver. And there's like a page and a half of language that you're never going to know, but they, the court won't give that to you. Just had a client, uh, not a client, just had someone say they did their entire divorce um, using all of my videos. Cause I, you know, I have 1500 videos and, if you pick through them, you're going to find all the all the how-to forms in there, probably multiples of every form on how to do it. But his judgment was rejected because he did not insert the language trying to terminate spouse support that they agreed to on a long-term marriage. 